So I thought it would be good to start a podcast series sharing informal recordings of conversations with artists. So this podcast series, Conversations with Artists, will unfold without any particular plan. I'll take a recorder to meetups and we'll see where the conversation goes. Join us. Episode one, in conversation with Vikram Kushwa. I think the, the, the next place always leads to the next sort of journey or the chapter in life. Because um, I'm, I'm always looking for, I don't know what, something for either in terms of career or in terms of even myself. Because I, I mean, the, these days and the last few weeks or months, I've, I've really been trying to sounds like a cliche but discover myself no it doesn't I've had one two three this is if if my life was a book this is the fourth chapter of my life first being the boarding school and then me going off to college in southern India I went to fashion school there so boarding school from that very young age to to, uh, two and three quarters yeah two years and nine months old just 17. And in that time, did you travel back and forth to yes. home? Yes, yes. Uh, we had winter holidays, summer holidays. Yeah. So you were with your family? Yeah, for, for the holiday periods, yes, I was. But, but again, even within that, that time frame, I, there, there were two homes. One was home with my family and one was the school with my friends and teachers. Did you like the school? Um, I loved it, but it, it only it took me a few years to start liking the, the school and to get used to it, to to understand that you know this is going to be a big part of my life, and I'm not going to just stay at home all the time. Do you remember going there? Because that's so young. Is it even kind of almost makes you wonder whether it's pre-memory forming? No, no, I remember, and it was horrible. It was traumatic. Leaving my mother at that age was traumatic. Did, did someone take you? My parents. My parents took me to the school. And I remember quite vividly just clutching onto my mother's hair. She had really long hair, beautiful hair, and not letting go. And she cried and cried and cried, and I, I just didn't let go because it was hurting her physically and emotionally both. And I, I think back about it. I, I, I just and it's so very I, young. Isn't I it? feel really sad for both my younger self and my mother. Yeah. Yeah. And my my dad was like he he's a typical Indian male, not showing any emotions. That was the thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess well. But, they must have thought it was the right thing to do. Yeah, they, I mean, the reasons they sent me to boarding school was very different to uh, the majority of, of the kids who were sent away. They were not rich, wealthy people at all. They were, in fact, quite poor. And they, they, ha- they, had, a, they had quite a rough life, um, always living in poverty and there families and, you know, in little houses in the village, not having proper education, 
not even having electricity at home. So they, they wanted to break that for me. And they wanted me to explore another sort of life that they couldn't afford. So they they had my best interests when when they made that decision. Um, so they wanted you to have a completely different experience. Yes. To change and the course of your future of, entirely. Of my future and my future generation's future. It's radical, isn't it? Yeah. And every family member um, went to a very similar school back in India with dirt floors in the classrooms and, like, no electricity again. Just really poor kind of living, school, home, everything. So they, they just wanted to completely erase that from from my generation onwards. And here I am. They've made all their sacrifices and, you know, it's it's been really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Did you say you have brothers and sisters? No. Just no. you. They, they couldn't afford another one. Because they, they could only afford that kind of education for one child. So you are everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. And do they do they come to the to here to visit you? Yeah, they do. My mother was here last year for four months. Oh, lovely. Oh, the entire summer she was here. It was lovely having her. Yeah. And and would you kind of dis, do have you discussed that the past and that time or? Um, we. I I don't. I mean. Yes, over the years we have discussed that time, and uh, which is why I know why they did it. In boarding school, they, they always taught you to be strong and to have a strong exterior. Regardless of how you regardless felt. Regardless of how you felt. If, and that was one of the major drawbacks of boarding school mm-hmm. education. The boarding school education and the Indian culture combined mm. uh had its shortcomings, mm. which I can feel now. And it's not the only nation or no, no, no. period in history. Britain. Yeah, exactly. Britain. And I, I think it, the, the, the British rule in India fed uh, those, mm. that, that kind of sort of culture. Stiff I mean, up it, Yeah, exactly. And the, the boarding school was... Uh, started by a British woman in 1937 who, who was living there at that time. And yeah, so it's, it's, it's connected Britain, India and the boarding school that I went to. It's really interesting. So that was your first chapter. Yeah. So you were there from just under three years old. To, to 17. To 17, it's a long time. Yeah, long time. Long time. Yeah. And then... And then, I... and then I, 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 I didn't really know or understand what to do with life. So I don't know why I just I, I went to fashion school. It uh, in 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 a lot of ways fashion attracted me. Um, just growing up watching Hindi films, also some English films. I I got really attracted to the fashion. Design, which has the photography or the clothes? Um, design. Designing design clothes. Yeah, designing clothes. Um, and to be honest, I, I 
uh, after I started studying fashion design, I, I didn't really like it. And during during my my undergrad, um, there was a short module on photography, and that's how I I got into photography and I started uh, doing photography, and then fashion kind of uh, lent itself to my photography as well because I had that background already. Yeah, so that's how I started into fashion. Was that in the UK? Did no, it? In, no, in Southern India, in Bangalore. In Bangalore? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I studied four years of fashion and then I was doing photography on the side and then I, I moved to Bombay for a year. Uh, I assisted a fashion photographer there. You know, so I, I did a, a postgraduate diploma in London at the London College of Communication. And then I did my master's in photography in Kent. The The master's degree changed everything for me uh, with regards to photography. I, I started taking it very seriously as an art form rather than just a medium to record. That's images. brilliant. Yeah. Was that the teaching or just the, the stage you were at the teaching? Teaching. I finished my master's degree in 2010 and just started um, and from then on I, I, I've been a freelance artist commercial photographer between India and, and Britain because the last two years um, have been filled with success it, it, it seems with the Portrait of Britain yeah 2017 and 2018 18 and 19 18 and 19 yeah that's brilliant yeah, and uh, um, I'm also going to show at the National Portrait Prize. Yes, Gallery. the Taylor Wessing. The Taylor Wessing Portrait Prize. That's brilliant. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited about that. That that prize I've been I've been applying to for years. That just goes to show, doesn't it? You just sort of keep going. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I. Um, and the photograph. Uh, is a group of school children in India. My father teaches at that school. Aha. And my father has been teaching at that school for 35 years. And the photographs, the, um, the, the series is called The Education I Never Had. So that's the education that I didn't have. And what I was telling you about was the education I did have. So it's kind of like that quantum universe thing. So in another in another lifetime, in another set of decisions. I would have been in in, in that kind of school. The the school that I've um, photographed in the in the project. Yeah. And the project is all about it is I mean it, it has many aspects. One is uh, all the sacrifices that my dad made for me to go to in this really elite boarding school while he taught for 35 years in this um, government school. And the photographs also show, it's, 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 it's like a portrait of my family in one way because each member of my family has been to that kind of school. And even though they... These children and my family members, even though they might have had skills, talents, hidden talents, they they, they never were 
uh, fulfilled because they were also poor. So it just goes to show that um, even though everyone's born equal in, in, in a spiritual or intellectual sense, the circumstances make so much different, so much of a difference. And my father wanted to break that mm. for me. And he has broken that for me and for my future generations. So it's incredible. Yeah. Mm. Did that also come with um, a lot of pressure to make sure that you made something of the life that Oh, pressure to me? Yeah. Pressure on I'm just I'm I'm just sort of I'm just sort of imagining that Yes. It, it it came with a lot of pressure on me. All those sacrifices have been yes. made. I mean, you yes, you needed to do something with it. Yes, and that that pressure always showed when when I would show my mark sheets or report cards to my parents, mm. and if I if I hadn't done well in certain subjects, uh, 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 my father would be very disappointed, and. It's a. Uh, there's two things to be said about that. One is, I don't think any parent should do that, really. Um, and I'll come to the second part, because like, when when a child is born and is going through, you know, uh, childhood, preteens and teens, a lot of it is. N- is not their choice. First of all, being born in this world is not my choice. Yeah. Uh, being sent away to boarding school, not my choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the weight of expectations on me and on any child in this world, I think is, is kind of unfair. That's one side. The, the other side is um, it came from a good place yep. uh, w- w- when my father was disappointed or he wanted me to really do well in school. It came from, from a space of love yep. for me. Different perspective altogether. Yes. And also within, within that he he had never been um, through an education like that. Or he... Rural India in the 1980s was quite... It, it wasn't a broad-minded society. So he didn't know any better. Which is to say that it's really nobody's fault. Not my parents, not mine. It was, the whole situation was just a product of circumstances. Yeah. Of how people, I think people do the best they can do with the tools that they have and the education that they've had. They, yeah, like nobody wants a child to suffer. No. They, They do their absolute best. And then a child... Likewise, as a child, 
the brain is not yet fully developed mm. mentally, spiritually, physically. It's not. So the child does the best that the child can do. So it's... It, Quite it, potent coming yeah. together, isn't it? Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. There's no one... The, the, the worst thing to do would be to blame. There's mm. no one to blame. There is nothing to blame. I think... And I've, 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 been, I've been doing so much uh, like spiritual work on myself these last few months and I, I've come to realize that people run after perfection in everything and I think each moment is perfect as it is, exactly how it is. Um, there's, there's no fault in any moment. Every moment is there to to either be celebrated or to be learned from. That's, it's as simple as that. that. That's what I believe in. So my, my father acting the way he did, me acting the way I did, it's just, it, it, was, it was all very perfect. And because of all of that, I am what I am today and he is what he is today. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but that's an amazing place of peace to have. Mm. to have come to yeah and I have immense gratitude for for him for my mother for for, for even even the circumstances that they were in even the poverty that they lived in I have immense gratitude for their poverty yeah yes it's all learning it's everything is learning I was about to ask you what's next and then I thought if you're in a quite a, a peaceful place about being in the now yeah. Maybe that's not something particularly I mean, that needs to be considered. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I I do think about the future, but I I I've started releasing control. I I don't want to control. I I, I don't want to just really grasp things or hold on to things and. I I I I am re- I'm, I'm really starting to trust the universe to lead me. I have plans, but if it's it's not like I, I'll be disappointed or sad if things don't work out that way. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Whatever happens. So, is, is that because you have faith in a divine order of some yeah. sort that's yeah, I, I think I think we're all protected by by the universe. The, the universe is 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 yeah, it's it protects everyone. Even in really dark times and difficult times it's it's protecting because it, it it's it's giving you something to think about and unless you don't Unless you you don't overcome that obstacle, you'll keep finding yourself in that situation again and again. It's learning. It's all divine learning, I think. And this life is a gift. It's such a gift. Mm. Even with all the... I mean, there's so much suffering in this world and people can argue what is so good about that. I don't know. I, I really don't know. But I, I think there's there's grace in suffering as well. 
as grace and grief. So I've been through a lot, but it's not like, but I need to go through that. I that that is my path to to go. I don't know where, wherever I'm going next or whatever the purpose or whatever my purpose in life is in this lifetime I need to go through certain suffering or difficulties to get to that so in in that essence it it's not suffering at all it's it's all learning and it's your curriculum yeah it it is yeah it is mm. curriculum yes it's <laughs> a good way to say uh. yeah I was going to ask, how does your spiritual journey or practice influence the work that you do? But I guess a spiritual practice influences everything you yeah. do. So in a yeah. way, it's not a... Not a no, no, no. There, there's no, there's there's no, no yeah. divide between the work that I do, my photography, and, the, and what I've just spoken about. I, I think it's all related. And it's really... I mean, it's it's very hard to even start to describe it really but when I when I'm working when I'm photographing a person or or people or anything it's I think there is there is an energy of there's there's an energy of love that flows through from 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 me to the camera to what's in front of the camera and I'm I'm not I mean I haven't seen it but I I, I feel that that's what's happening and I mean this this is an incredibly difficult thing to even describe how or what like I, I can't point out and say oh that that's this is this or that is that but it's it's just a feeling that I have I think there's a vulnerability um, there's a softness in, in, in the pictures and um, I guess I'm attracted to those kind of things as well I, I do really struggle to d- explain this and describe this it, it is yeah that that's all I can really say about about my work uh, this has been a recent phenomenon it maybe it it has always been like this, but it was more subconscious back then when I started. But now it's very it's very conscious what I photograph. I um, yeah, it's just from at least I try that it it it, it comes out from a space of love. Um, yeah, my wife always says any emotion, anything is born out of either love or fear. Anything is either one or the other, is either born out of fear, born out of love. And I think I'm, I'm always just making a very conscious effort to do everything out of love. So, and that includes my work. And how do you um, divert an impulse that maybe is born from fear? For example, or if you have mm. a response that isn't yeah, born of love, it yeah. is a negative or a criticism or a judgment or one of the negative. Yeah, I. I what I, do you do? I go. Through, I go through 
those emotions as well every day. I think slowing down, there's, there's so much um, to be learned by just slowing down in life. Um, and being aware and being very conscious is, is part of that practice of, of slowing down. I think about death often. Mm-hmm. And I think about like me just, you know, laying down on my deathbed mm-hmm. and thinking back on life. And if if something's not gone my way, I mean, that I don't think when I'm about to die, I'll, I'll, I'll be thinking about those smaller things in life, like, oh, that shit didn't go well. I don't think I would be thinking that. I would be thinking about things like, oh, I wish I'd loved that person more. That's what I would be thinking about. So I think about that time when, I don't know, when I'm in a tricky situation, when I, when I can't decide or when, when I'm just putting too much pressure on myself or on somebody else. That's what I often think about. What really matters. Yeah, what really matters. I like. I wish I'd forget forgiven that friend, or I, I wish I'd just picked up the phone to call that relative or friend or even a stranger to to just say it's okay, everything's fine. <laughs>